On today's episode of Titus and Tate, we will be talking to our good friend, Big Cat from Barstool Sports, from Pardon My Take, from uh, all sorts of other things, from yeah. the internet. We don't know who owns Big Cat right now or what he owns, <laughs> but we know that he has uh, got a podcast called Pardon My Take. We don't know what he sold to get what he owns. <laughs> he sold something, got something in yes. return. Um, we know he's going to be at casinos for the next yeah. <laughs> foreseeable future. We do know that. Uh, we had a, we had a fun interview with him. We talked to him about uh, mascots that look like coaches. I'm not even kidding. Uh, Literally. This was, this was something that the other night um, I saw him tweet about it, and then I was like, we need to have him on the show, first of all, because Brad Davison is punching guys in the balls. And mm-hmm. um, and then I saw his tweet, and I was like, we should flesh that out on the show. So uh, we talked a lot of Wisconsin, a lot of Big Ten talk. He's a Wisconsin guy. I'm an Ohio State guy. Tate is a guy with a brain, so he knows that the Big Ten's the best league in college basketball. This so, year, yes, yeah. yes. For the first <laughs> time in 20 years. Uh, so we're going to talk to him in a little bit. We're also going to talk about uh, the, the, the roof is leaking in Hinkle mm-hmm. Field, Ohio State. The it it might be snowing outside, but inside it's raining. It's raining. Yeah. What uh, is this precipitation? It's cold outside, but mm. inside I guess it's raining. I guess the punchline yeah, is always your ponchos. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, good. yeah. It was raining, and then it was raining. Oh, here's a good one. Uh, it was raining in Hinkle Fieldhouse earlier, and then it was raining at the end when Kamar Baldwin hit, hit the three. hit the three. Uh, we'll talk nice. about that game a little bit. Also, speaking of raining in Indiana, my God, Purdue Boilermakers, hilarious. How this happens, like, once every so often, they just are the best offense in the country. As I said to you earlier, uh, or uh, I think we just talked off air, I was like, I think Purdue is the scariest team in the tournament, but they won't make the tournament. They won't make the tournament. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, so it's, you know, luckily for you, you don't even have to play if Purdue. You could, if you yeah. could bottle up Purdue those those three times this year. Uh, yeah, so we're going we're gonna to talk about those games. Uh, some shout-outs we gotta, we got to give, but um, and, and one big story that uh, A I huge story. Wait. I mean, Also, yeah, also Tate's Pac-12 – Pac-12 updates coming this week. Is it done? It is coming, but again, like we said, this is supposed to be a chore, and this week it was absolutely a chore. So uh, it will not right. be as good as before. It will not be as great as it was, but it will be. Well, we'll see uh, what that means in a second. Um, we're going we're gonna to get to all of what we just talked about, but first, Woody Durham. He takes the timeout. Technical foul. Technical foul. Technical foul. All right, it is Thursday night here in Los Angeles. Uh, we are back for another show. Last show we did, um, if you missed it, we did a recap for everyone who was busy watching football. Uh, we got them up to speed on what they've missed in, in the world of college basketball. Not a lot. Not a lot. And uh, I felt like I, I wanted to start this just real quickly, mm-hmm. just mention off the top um, that we do love college basketball, tape More than uh, cause, most. Because I think yes. uh, we, we – we, that was just like a therapy session for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but we got called out on this too. Somebody, Somebody on Twitter pointed out that – you and I have a history of around this time saying college basketball is sucking right now. And um, and I started I started theorizing. The reason I wanted to bring it all up is because I wonder, is, is it has something to do with the schedule? Because I noticed, I looked on Saturday, this coming Saturday, and we're going we're gonna to talk about that at the end of the show, what we have planned for the Saturday, but the slate of games this Saturday is unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's the best day of college basketball we've had all year. And I don't think it's a coincidence that it's coming – the week after the Super Bowl. So then it got me thinking. I was like, wow, if we do talk every year, like towards the end of January, start of February, we're in the dog days of the season and mm-hmm. we, we're kind of bored with whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, is it because they're purposely scheduling it this way? Yeah. 
Yes. It's called being a sandbagger. Yeah. And uh, the two of us, for people that don't know about our, our program, we believe in the must bus. And that, of course, is Eric Musselman. Mm-hmm. And Eric Musselman became famous at Nevada for sandbagging. Sandbagging, Which yes. is basically like, let's get down in the first and half. And taking a shirt off. Yeah, and taking a shirt off yes. and yelling things. And, and his daughter. Yeah, his daughter and, and being his, sister and Dean his Light. Sons. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah, but sandbagging is the main thing, and, uh, Musselman taught us that uh, you basically have to be as downtrodden as possible, get people not to believe in you, and then come back and shark them uh, mm-hmm. in the second half. And that is what we try to do. We try to get people down to the bottom of the barrel and say, look at this. Look how terrible this is. Look at all these crabs all around us. Who will climb out and get on top? Yep. Will it be Baylor? Will it be Duke? Will it be Kentucky? Who knows? But we're still here talking about college basketball. We, so yeah, I want to make it clear. We, we, we do not have to talk about college basketball. We don't. We don't. We, I know people think this is our job. It's mm-hmm. not. We can. We're allowed mm-hmm. to. It's. We're, it's in our contract. We're allowed to talk about whatever we want. We choose to talk about college basketball. We, actually, we do love it. It was just. It was the just, XFL reached out yeah, to us. They, and they was did. Like, they're like, do you guys want to do an XFL show? We we're see like, an opportunity. You could have the XFL podcast, yes. and we're like, huh? uh, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, I just wanted to mention that because it was more of just like therapy for us because we just wanted to get it out, and now mm-hmm. it's out of our system. Now mm-hmm. we're looking ahead to Saturday. We're looking ahead to the rest of the season. Uh, I am very excited about it. I just like felt this this just kind of underwhelming feeling. And and someone pointed out, they're like, dude, you feel this way every year. And maybe I do. I don't know. Maybe there's seasonal depression going on. It I felt, can't answer that. It today. felt like one of those things where we're in a tunnel, we're holding our breaths, and we just don't see the light. You know what I mean? And we just keep trying to find the light. We finally saw the end um, of the light at the end of the day. A we lot of a lot of Marquette fans were coming at my neck for mm. some reason. Yes. I don't know why. This is a point that you made. Of course. That you said that these if, are my favorite points. <laughs> My, my favorite thing is that one people, uh, especially in the new iteration, uh, you know, they'll just be like, "It's just TNT," so they don't really yeah. know who's saying what. They don't know. So they don't know. We can yeah. always yeah. deflect, which is like we play this like college coaches. You know, it's plausible deniability. It's like I don't even remember saying what I said or I what couldn't. you said. But Carson Edwards is still better than Marcus Howard. Titus, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. <laughs> um, and <laughs> no, point. I I got I got caught up uh, arguing with people. Uh, I don't want to belabor the whole like. I was arguing with people on Twitter thing, but it was just hilarious to me because you say mm-hmm. that Carson Edwards would be the biggest star in college basketball. Yes, and then someone not the best player, and the biggest the, star. And then but all now the Mar- doubling down know, and saying and he's a better player than you're Marcus not doing Howard. anything because I'm doing it for you because all the Marquette fans out. were like, we're, we're like, well, wait a second, At isn't Marcus trillion. Howard? <laughs> isn't Marcus Howard better than Carson Edwards? And then I find myself arguing, and then I realize this wasn't even my point in the first place. This was yours, and it was just the whole thing. The whole scene was hilarious. You know so where anyway. I find myself reading all of this, know, and they're just liking just the tweets, and it's usually the other people <laughs> arguing about how I am wrong. I'm like, good point. That is a good point. I didn't know his PR was that. Uh, That's a good man. point. Uh, well, anyway, we're here. Uh, let's uh, let's get to let's let's put that in our rear view. It's like I said, we just kind of wanted to flush it out of our system. And uh, it's, can I do one flush, more note on, on the new iteration of the show? A lot of people, and this is always very nice. You know, I've seen people out, uh, you know, in the business in the industry, people that are podcasters or digital media people, whatever they Kyle, may be. Yeah. Kyle, yeah, Kyle, Kyle, and they're, Kyle, and they're Kyle like, Kyle. congratulations. And there's this sort of. Uh, feeling of you made it and like you know that you don't need anything else from us like you've already made it to the big time we have not you know what i mean and we, no, we, need, we like to be the underdog we if are not you, a blue blood we are gonzaga you know what i mean those Just of you keep looking at us as the little guy those of you who are watching on uh fox platforms on youtube and and what mm-hmm. have you uh you can see the broom closet that we're in. This is not the big time. Yes. I mean, this, is, this is the second best. They told me this was the second best broom closet they had mm-hmm. on the lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt pretty good about that. You know, not the best, but second best. There's we're, a lot we're worse. On camera. Um, that's, that's a step up. We that's have not we made it. About. We are We are still, We well, you know what we are? We're like the team. I'll, I'll concede that we won. We mm-hmm. had a big win. Mm-hmm. But we like won. We're a team that like won the our conference tournament, mm-hmm. but we're not cutting down the nets. 
You know what I mean? Like we're like, th- this isn't the ultimate prize. Mm-hmm. We we won the conference tournament. Cool. We'll take the trophy you gave us, whatever. But we're not going to cut down the nets because uh, are we going to regret not cutting down the yeah, nets? Because I, so. I feel like most of those teams think, that do that always are like, I really wish I, I had really wish I had some of that net. I wish <laughs> yeah. that memory would have been nice. I want to climb that ladder. We, we lost don't in do the that second the round, four, yeah. and uh, man, oof, that oof. one, that one, that one sucks. Um. All right, so let, let's uh, let's talk let, real let's talk real college news. basketball. Let's yeah. get to it. Do you want to do the Pac-12 update to start? I think you owe us a Pac-12 update. I know this the week. Pac-12 update is owed, and I know the people are you know waiting on pins and needles mm-hmm. for this, but I do think that none of it matters. Uh, and again, <laughs> I want to put that on the record. That's the whole point. That's yeah, why I yeah. make you watch the Pac-12. No, I, to I just still I like to reiterate that none of it matters. And for that point, let's talk about something that I think matters to both of us because we love mysteries, we love fodder, we love you know uh-huh. potentially a scandal. We just like. When someone is suspended indefinitely for breaking team rules. We love grabbing our popcorn and saying, we don't have opinions on this. We just acknowledge that this is cool, and we're going to watch what happens next. It's just, we are we are those and guys. Then we, and then we just yell, release the tapes over <laughs> yeah, and over as yeah. we're throwing popcorn in our And mouth. they never do. <laughs> and that's what we do. learned. They've never released the tapes, so it's all fun. Um, and speaking of that, we got Xavier Simpson, um, who we, we knew was suspended after the Illinois game yes. at the end of January. And now we are finding out the details of why he was suspended. And but it was kind of the kind details. of yes yeah. the good not all the details but some of them let's fill in the blanks yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> let's do our well, best first of all he was suspended and it was not reported why yes. um and immediately my mind goes to the reefer mm. uh it, it always does I mean this is the this is the big ups this is the story to me like the story itself is 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 juicy and we're gonna get into that in a second mm. but. To me, excuse me, you said Reaper. Like he must have Reaper. The only way I'd miss a game is if I, the Grim Reaper got me. No, the Reefer. Oh, littering okay, okay. and All right, okay. smoking the Reefer. <laughs> um, so the, the anytime a, a, a college basketball player is suspended for a violation of team rules, they always mm-hmm. say like a violation of team rules or like uh, if it's undisclosed, whatever. It's always, especially if it's like one game, mm-hmm. it's always weed. It always mm-hmm. has been weed. It always will be weed, except this time. That's what's so shocking about it. And the reason it's always weed is because think about the reasons you could be suspended if you're on a basketball team. Something criminal, in which case, like, everyone's going to find that out, which I guess this isn't technically criminal, but they kind of did find out because the, the police are involved. Uh, so everyone's going to find that out. So they kind of w- – w- when teams are going to suspend guys, they'll get it, they'll beat the, the reports to the punch. They'll say, we're suspending them because of this, and they'll report the criminal activity. Um, if, it's, if it's grades, they just say it's grades. They're just, like, mm-hmm. straight up – the guy's not going to school because they like to shame. That's a big one from coaches mm-hmm. and programs. Because we're student athletes. Yeah, they want to yeah, shame yeah. the players publicly. They're mm-hmm. like, this kid won't go to class, mm-hmm. and he's suspended. The quad green. The quad green, yes. Mm-hmm. That happens. Uh, if it's something like um, – I guess, I guess what else could it possibly be if it's uh, – I, I was going to say – I entered my name in the transfer portal, so now I'm not going to be able to play anymore. So anytime right? it's like he's out for one game, it's, it's weed. It's always weed. Yes. So, I mean, I was jumping to conclusions. I was like – all right, Xavier Simpson smoked a little weed. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And then they move on. Uh, and then this report comes out, Tate. Mm-hmm. And and you want to do the honors? Yes. So Xavier Simpson, uh, around 3.03 a.m., Sunday, January 26th, which is uh, uh, basically the wee morning hours after a, a loss to uh, Illinois where he had 17 points. He was a leading scorer for Michigan. And mm-hmm. he was apparently next to a vehicle that uh, had a run into the back of a pole, right? And he was standing there. And again, this was not Xavier Simpson. This was Jeff Jackson Simpson. Did you say to the back of a pole? 
right? Didn't it run? Didn't he run How into do you a run pole? Into a back of a pole. I don't know. Let's what, where is Jeff the Jackson front? Where's Simpson? the back of a pole? I, I don't know. I don't know. It's circular. Uh, <laughs> it's a sphere of some sort. I don't know. But anyways, Jeff Jackson Simpson um, was just minding his own business, right? He's just walking yeah. down the street mm-hmm. and he sees a car that has obviously ran into some sort of object on the side of the street. And he's talking to the officers, and he's saying, I don't know what happened to this car right here, but my name is Jeff Jackson Simpson, <laughs> and something's going on. What's going on here? Let's figure it out. And the officers, you know, slowly start to piece together that maybe Jeff Jackson Simpson looks is the lot- starting point he's, guard, Xavier Simpson. He looks a lot like Xavier Simpson, this guy. Which, if you make up a name, and again, this is not like, you know, Jeff D'Angelo was talking. We have two Jeffs. <laughs> yeah. That's what I was going to say. We have two Jeffs. Why is Jeff the go-to? Why do we always think, like, yeah, Jeff's the name? We have to do uh, – we're going to do an award show at the – I don't know if we have the rights to the Duffies anymore uh, or if we lost that in the divorce. But um, we, we're going to do a reward show. I think one of the categories has to be Jeff of the Year. Yeah. <laughs> Jeff Jackson Simpson versus Jeff D'Angelo. Who's going to win? Jeff of the Year when you versus s- Jeff Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> Why are there so many Jeffs? And if there's anything we know about Xavier Simpson, a man that spells Xavier with a Z instead of an X, he would spell Jeff with a G. And yeah, anyways, in, in yeah. the report, they spelled it with a J. They spelled it regular. So like J- Xavier Simpson makes up his name. I've always wondered when people do this, what do you think the next step is? Like, you say your name is this, and then they say, can I see, can your I see ID? some ID? And he's like, shit, didn't think that through. <laughs> ah, you got yes. me. So that obviously led to more questions. I was hoping you wouldn't ask that. <laughs> there were some questions as to why there was no one around the car other than Jeff Jackson Simpson. Yeah. And now, as we put the pieces together, apparently the son of the athletic director for Michigan Ward Manuel. Ward Manuel, who is... Athletic director's name. Right, and then his son is a manager of the team, and he let, I guess, Xavier Simpson drive this car at around 3 o'clock in the morning. Xavier Simpson did not want to be a part of the police report, um, or should I say Jeff Jackson now want to be a part of the police report. Um, And now it's all come out, the details have come out. Obviously, no one was hurt in this situation. Uh, There were no charges at this point, right, for anyone? Yeah, they said there's no uh, suspicion of being drunk or anything yeah like there's that. nothing like that so it, so it is truly just a funny ridiculous like it, it it's just, just a mystery like what happened like what actually he just, he just slid off the road and as he at, said at it was icy AM. conditions was, did he fall asleep at the wheel did none of the above and if he just if he just slid off the road why not just say hey i'm xavier simpson i slid off the road he right? just probably panicked i'm not i'm not accusing him of anything yes, i'm not yes. saying this like an accusatory way i'm just saying the story is hilarious because like you said, there's like no victims. There's, I don't think he necessarily committed as as far as we know, he didn't commit any crimes yeah. whatsoever. But then why was he suspended? <laughs> that's the other. That's because the other he violated team because rules. he was high. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is weed. Oh, Honestly, let, let me just say, uh, no, if there was any time to point to maybe he was, and he's like, "What's your name?" He's like, "Ooh, Jeff Jackson." Yeah, <laughs> like, like, they're like, "What's your name?" He says, "Jeff, Jeff Jackson," and they're like. Why does your ID say Xavier? Why would you lie to us? He's like, because I'm a little high. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, sir. <laughs> These snozberries taste like snozberries. Um, that's where he was with this whole thing. And, any, and like you said, he still got suspended. Jawan Howard said he broke team rules, which means there was some sort of act. There's a rule against yeah. running into the back of poles. Yes. Yeah. So I think every team, there should be a manual that comes out. Like, what are our team rules? Because we always hear that someone violated team rules. I would right. like to know, and I would like them to add that to the list. Like an As addendum. a journalist, I need something to reference. When you yes. say team rules, I need to pull out the – actual rule book and go through yes. and do, do not it. take the athletic director's son's, son's car, car and drive past the hours of 2 a.m <laughs> back it into the side of a pole and then claim that you weren't driving <laughs> those are our team rules perfect what a, I, I don't blame him because i probably would panic too it'd be it'd be just Absolutely. like a situation where you're like 
it feels wrong. Mm-hmm. Like especially like it's three a.m. I've been in these situations before. Where I'm I'm driving and um, I know I'm not drunk, but I also know that like if something happened, I would have to do a lot of explaining that mm-hmm. I'm not drunk right now because mm-hmm. I the way I'm dressed or it's like like it like this. It's like three a.m. or something. And I'm going to get like cereal at the grocery store because mm-hmm. I can't go to sleep and I just want to have a box of cereal. Both of and us then, are insomniacs, so when yeah, you do right. things at weird hours, people so think you do, that you're yeah. crazy. So yeah. I've been driving. I'm, I I've had the thought before. Where I'm like, man, if something happened. Like I would have to do a lot of explaining right now, mm-hmm. um, to where if it then did happen, I would probably panic as well. Uh, but like you said, this is this is a great story. This is a perfect story. Hopefully, hopefully, like nothing else comes out and it's like worse than this because this is this is my this favorite. This right story now in a season. vacuum is like the perfect story of a one game suspension. It's like yeah. no one got hurt, everything's okay. Xavier Simpson. I just want to say he's back playing. Thank God, because uh, I heard that he he had bought some chairs. Uh, there were some chairs in in his trunk. Thank God he didn't pick one of those up and put them above his head because, Mike, <laughs> just think about how long he'd be suspended if that was the case. He'd be <laughs> – Those are the team rules you say, can't yeah. break. I would love if Bill Self out. He's like, you can't put a chair above your head. You're done. 12 games. <laughs> that's a big 12 rule. That's the Bill Self. Yeah, oh, man. But, uh, no, Xavier Simpson, he's he's eligible now. He's going to be eligible the rest of the year, right? Correct? Because yes. he, he came back. Uh, he played against Ohio State. Um and thank God he did because his flagrant foul at the end of that game proved to be the difference. It, it cost <laughs> Michigan the game, sent Michigan into 12th place in the Big Ten. The Buckeyes are back, baby. I I, I still have my hand on the panic button, but mm-hmm. it's starting to come off. Like mm-hmm. the it, it's being depressed a little bit, a little bit. As it, long as you make the tournament, it's a successful year, right? That's what? All we're, that's all we're are saying you cra- right? for what? Ohio State. That is it's, the most it's a, backhanded. It's a, it's a good year. That's, that's a Bill Titus comment. That's like what my dad says about Purdue, where he's like, you know, it's uh, it's, it's admirable how they. It's always a good year when they make the tournament. You know, for for a program that's good never been to a kids. Final Four since 1980, <laughs> it's crazy how much Purdue fans care. And like he says, all yeah. like that. that's you. Yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, trying to compliment me, and you're. Just, yeah, it's, Look, it's good for Ohio State, in the, right? In, in the words the of Xavier Simpson, I accept full responsibility. He did say this. Yes, <laughs> he said this. That's what this makes it great too. He's, uh, his 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 uh, quote was this: "This past weekend, I made some disappointing decisions which violated our team rules." Uh, which he he that Friday, like after mm-hmm. the incident, he he released that statement. No one really paid attention because they were just mm-hmm. kind of confused as to what was going on. I accept full responsibility, and having to sit out the Nebraska game was part of that. I deserved it and fully supported Coach Howard's decision. So he takes full responsibility. Um, that's a phrase that we love on this program. Every Taking coach that has ever gotten in trouble has taken full responsibility and then used their next sentence or phrase to then deflect all responsibility to someone else, which yeah. is a uh, plausible deniability. He actually didn't do that here. No, he did a good job. I mean, yeah. he just started with the, the company it is, line. It is funny that we now find out that – because, like, when this came out, again, I was working under the assumption that he had got caught with weed or something. And he's like, I take full responsibility, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um but now that we know the story, he's he's basically taking full responsibility for literally taking no responsibility. Mm-hmm. Like it's like that's yes. that's what he's taking yes. for. Yes, <laughs> Jeff Jackson apologized. <laughs> the whole point for of what the... Jeff Jackson did that night, and Jeff Jackson <laughs> will never do that again. Winks at Jawan <laughs> Howard. He's like, good job. There, there you go. Also, Jawan Howard said they're going to keep this in house, right? He's like, we're going to keep that inside the team if that's okay with you guys. He said to the media, and if the team rule is like curfew, media? is it just curfew? Is that all it was? Like, I guess that's so. The team rule? Yeah. How about the media? How about him saying, "If that's okay with you guys," and the media just looking around? Yeah, that's okay, Juwan. Yeah, 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 I love that. Thanks, Juwan. <laughs> Sorry, Juwan. Love you, Juwan. <laughs> You're the best. You brought the Fat Five back. Where's Chris Weber? Oh my God. Oh, Oof. it's a good day though. This is uh, what we needed. This to is get exactly us what yes. we needed. Yes. We were. This is the whole point of that. We willed this into existence without mm-hmm. last show on Tuesday, without us complaining. 
this would not have happened. It happened. We have the Xavier Simpson uh, uh, mystery. Play the music, Kyle. <laughs> yes. Can't do it. That's okay. <laughs> Kyle's not, not here. Yes, no, he's swimming in money. Somewhere. He's swimming in his money. Uh, yeah. Uh, all right. Anything else on Xavier Simpson or should you get to the big cat interview? I just hope he learned something from this, which I don't know what he would learn, uh, but I think he maybe learned something. But we should get to more Big Ten basketball talk because you're yeah. very excited about this. Yeah. Get your hand off the panic button. We're, we are going to talk. Uh, he, this is our interview with Big Cat. We're going to do the Pac-12. We're going to come back after, do the Pac-12 yeah. update, wrap everything up. But uh, here it is, our conversation with uh, Big Cat. All right, joining us now via uh, this little setup that we have on the yeah, we're not staring people. at the people, we're staring at Big we're, Cat. We're, we're, we see him. It is uh, Dan Big Cat Cats of Barstool Sports of Pardon My Take. Who are we getting tonight, by the way? Are we getting Big Cat? Or are we getting Dan Cats? And are there are there two different entities? Is this a <laughs> no? There are not two different entities. Sometimes people will will say that oh, Eric, it's great to talk to Dan Katz instead of Big Cat. I think it's one and the same. Obviously, you guys are getting me when I'm sitting on my couch at home, so maybe a little turned down. But we can turn it up. We can figure it out. <laughs> I, I want to compliment you guys on your nice new studio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Thank you very your much. Your first ever podcast since <laughs> yeah, you left. Yeah. Yes, the, and, the first one we've done. Uh, I noticed you. It sounds like you have like a full staff behind you. We do, yeah. We have a we have a, a full team here. Yeah, it's for yeah. the first time. It used to be me editing us. So yeah. now this is you know official. We're finally official, Big Cat. We feel good. This is what podcast big we, time podcasters feel like. It, yeah, you guys seem like big big time podcasters <laughs> now. Are we allowed to say the K word and ask really quick what happened to the tattoo? Mm. Oh yeah, we can we can yeah, talk about course. it. Yeah, Kyle. Yes. Producer can, Kyle. We can talk yeah, about Kyle. Okay, right. <laughs> he's still alive, so, we think. Yeah, last time we checked, he's alive. Is, his he's, tattoo is very awkward. He's Scrooge. He's uh, Scrooge McDucking into uh, uh, or, or yeah, into yeah. his his vault of money now that he, he yes. works for Spotify yeah. and he had he had a thirty five percent share at the Ringer and uh, yeah, everything's going well for Kyle. Yeah, he started that podcast. He won't media. return yeah, our he calls. It, out. it was great. Good job by him. Perfect. Um, Perfect. So Perfect. beyond beyond being a friend of ours and and a fellow Big Ten alum, uh, we we wanted to have you on because you tweeted the other night that uh, you were watching the Penn State Michigan State game as I was, and you tweeted that Pat Chambers is starting to look like his mascot. The wheel started turning in my brain, mm-hmm. and I was like, we need to we need to have you on and flesh this out because this is an idea that that should not just exist with one tweet on Twitter. Explain that one first of all. Like what, so, what, what, what right, sparked so, that thought? Well, so it was – I can't remember what game it was. I think it was – It was Michigan State, I thought. It, oh, so, yeah. I thought it was, it was like a couple ago. nights ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was two nights ago, and he was all fired up, and he's got this, you know, the white hair, <laughs> and it and he's kind of short, and it made me realize, like, this guy's starting to look like a nitty lion. <laughs> and I think when you have a coach who stays at a school long enough, they do start yes. to look like – their mascot it's like the 101 dalmatians when everyone's walking around and they look the dog owners look exactly like their dogs so i think he has finally gotten there and you can see through like history some of i I was going through like who looks like their mascot i have a few names that are current i have some names that are in the past Mm. and it 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 actually is a phenomenon and i mean i'll just throw it out there obviously coach k is the number one Mm-hmm. This guy looks like his mascot. He is completely a blue devil. Yeah. Like he looks exactly his mascot like is the and devil, and he looks years. like the devil. Yeah, did, it's did, perfect. Did they right. did they redo the logo right. to make it look like Coach K? I'm yeah. being serious. Like you know the the the, the D, and then mm-hmm. it has the side profile, mm-hmm. and uh, 
that's the one that looks they like gave, the most. Yeah, Satan his nose. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> yes. Same nose. Yes. So this happens in in college basketball, and Pat Chambers has reached that final destination. I think it's also like not a coincidence that Penn State is good this year. Uh, it's because he has finally realized that he is just a little nitty lion running around. So uh, how do we want to do this? How do we want to present our lists or our names? Or um, I don't want to. Uh, I don't really feel like we need to draft where it's like one guy mm-hmm. only gets one name. You know, like I don't think it needs to be that. But um, we could just go through the list that we have. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we just do proven yeah, like winners? top five proven winners? Yeah, top five like pro- and you know starting with a proven winner for my top do, five list. Do you want me to just do? Start you, with let's one? just do a top five. Okay. Start with your number five. Okay, my number yeah. five is uh, a proven winner, a guy that's been around the program for a long time, kind of you know similar to the Nittany Lion as mm-hmm. we were just saying, and that's Mark Few. And that's Spike the Bulldog. Looks a lot like Spike. Yep. Okay. Been around the program for a long time. And I think they may have done what you said about Coach K. Like, they were like, let's make Spike look like Mark Few yeah. because he is the face of our program. What if so, that's what is going on, five. actually? Like, the, lo- the longer they stay, it's not that they look like the mascot. Mm-hmm. It's that the school builds the mascot around them. That's something to think about. Yes. Yeah. Does, does, does Gonzaga's mascot have eyebrows? Because Mark Few does not have eyebrows. I don't think it – no, I don't think so. That is a fact. Check on Spike, but I'm pretty sure there are no eyebrows. <laughs> yeah. Hey, are you, do you guys think this is the year that Gonzaga can finally go to a Final Four? Uh, I hope so. I hope they cross that line. I can't believe – are you, you not on board with me that uh, Gonzaga should have beat North Carolina if, if the refs didn't screw him? Gonzaga had some uh, – how you feel about Wisconsin-Duke game. Gonzaga fans feel that way about Carolina. I feel like anybody who loses. Yeah, I was like, if you lose, you feel like the refs screwed you. Yeah, I mean, the year before in 2016, yeah, I think the refs screwed him over. Yeah, Yeah, but it was bad. Well, wait, refresh my memory. Was Gonzaga like the the lowest fouling team in the entire country? (laughs) And then in the national championship game, they only had like two Mm -hmm. fouls in the first half. And then Coach K paid off the refs and they had like 13 fouls in the second half. Did that happen in Gonzaga? Uh, I think something like that. That sounds about right. All right, my first pick, my first pick will be Coach K. So there you go. We already talked about him, but Coach K is clearly – I'll just throw my – I have Coach K and Pat Chambers. I have three more, but those well, – okay. I'll throw those, those two those out there because we already discussed uh, them. Uh, I'm throwing my, – my first one I want to mention is uh, Fran McCaffrey, who mm. um, mm. The, the Hawkeye has got the angry face, and he's got the teeth mm. and, and that whole look. So Fran McCaffrey, when he gets the eyebrows pointing down and he gets his teeth gritting – I think he's overtaken Frank Martin now that South Carolina kind of sucks as the number one angry guy in college basketball, especially this year, with like Luca Garza being a, a player of the year candidate and all that. I think Fran McCaffrey's the number one angry guy, is he not? What game was it where he got out of the line? Out of the out of, that was Illinois. Recently. That was yeah, Illinois. Was Illinois. Yeah. Illinois. Yeah. That was yeah. when we finally saw yeah. him really snap, yeah. which was great. Yeah. yeah, so maybe that was his moment. We'll give him that. I like that. Yeah, angry Hawkeye. I got Fran McCaffrey, yeah. That's a good call, Mark, that he is like the number one angry guy because he just – like he, his face is just always a different shade of red where yes. he looks like he's been holding his breath like a, a five-year-old having a temper tantrum. <laughs> and it's just like he gets a little gloss to him. He's a perfect choice for that, yes. Yeah. Uh, go ahead, Tate. Uh, my next pick? one, it's not the mascot of his school, but I think you know it works out in the end if we're going to put it together. Uh, the answer is Mark Gottfried, and the mascot is Willie the Wave of Pepperdine. Wait, what? This okay, is a cross. This is a cross promotional post. Here so you're just lumping all like smaller no, Southern California that I want schools Mark together to go to Pepperdine, okay. <laughs> and, and I think he looks enough like Willie the Wave to get him to Pepperdine. Because his hair is just wet. Yeah, he's just, and he's got the sunglasses yeah. on, and you're just like, this guy does not give a shit. You know what I mean? And like, that's what I want for Mark Godfrey at Pepperdine. So for me, Mark existence. Godfrey, Willie the Wave, those two all right. guys. All right, let's put that together. Okay. If we're dipping into the hypothetical realm, why is like like Mick Cronin at Notre Dame is the Jackson? Yes, is he not? 
Yes. Mick Cronin was yes. uh, yeah, at Notre Dame. But also, uh, speaking of North Carolina, Luke May and the Virginia Cavalier. Mm. I want to I want to mention that before I forget as or well. Or the Mountaineer. The the Virginia mascot, um, that's kind of a deep cut. I don't know if people know what Virginia's mascot looks like, but uh, Google that one if you're listening. Um, He's a Cavalier. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it, it was on uh, Mark Titus's sweater and hat <laughs> for an entire year after he bashed that I, I rooted for LSU. Oh, that's weird. I would you never, Virginia, I would right? never do that. I would never. <laughs> how shameless! You just I like Indiana, jump on the. I yeah, made, I know. I, I was Indiana I was, comment. I totally forgot I that you just faked that you were a Virginia fan I for know. an entire I, year. I put that on a tee for you. I was waiting for you to just dunk all over me. And you said the Indiana thing. Yeah. Um, I'm still rattled about this strength and conditioning coach. Isabel. <laughs> uh, I don't even know where we're at. You got one, Tate? Yeah. Yeah, I'm ready. Uh, you brought up the Leprechaun before, and I got like a little spinoff series. So I got Mike Bray, and and what we need is Mike Bray, not as like the actual Leprechaun that dresses up, but like the actual logo Leprechaun with the black like the, hair. With the yeah, punches. yeah, with the punching, yeah, the punching Leprechaun. And I want to do a spinoff series called Bad Leprechaun. And it's with Mike Bray, and it's basically like Bad Santa, but with Mike Bray being the mm-hmm. bad leprechaun, and he's just doing whatever <laughs> he wants to do, and he's basically guaranteeing bad luck to everyone around mm-hmm. him. You uh, have a lot of Mike Bray thoughts. Yeah, a lot of Mike Bray thoughts, but you, you, you know, bad a leprechaun, lot of Mike being Bray, a leprechaun, yeah. Mike Bray's a leprechaun. I'm going to go with that. Okay. Yeah, that works. All right. All right. Yeah. Uh, I hate Mike Bray, so whatever. <laughs> Very Chicago He cost me. Well, no, the 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 basketball tournament, uh, the first year that TBT, yeah. the first year in existence, we lost to Notre Dame. Oh, that's right. He showed up and was like, they were running legit sets, and I lost like twenty five thousand dollars. So that's <laughs> I've always had a hatred for Notre Dame basketball since then. All right, my next pick, this one, follow me along. I actually went and looked at the logo, and it's a little bit of a stretch, but I think Frank Martin is starting to look like a gamecock, mm. and I think it's because. He has that when he wears the suit and he's got such a wide chest and shoulders that his neck, when he sticks his neck out, he does kind of look like a bird Mm. because it's like it's disproportionate in size. And I went and looked and I think I'm kind of right. Not the Gamecock, (laughs) like the mascot that runs around. I'm talking about the actual one that's in the logo. In the logo. Okay. He looks he looks like that Gamecock. I do like all the technicalities that we yeah. have. We're like, it's not that logo, yeah. it's this logo. Yeah, if you yeah, look yeah. up the nineteen sixty four logo that they wore on that's the, the one. That's on the, the right hip of their football pants. It looks like ex- yes. exactly like that. Yeah. Um all right, my next pick, and I feel like this is cheating, but uh I don't I don't know how we feel like we should maybe we probably should have brought this up before. How do we feel about human mascots? Because Ooh. My next pick is going to be Matt Painter, but the more I'm thinking about it, like it kind of goes against the spirit of the point of this, mm-hmm. which is like, of course, you look like a human being. Like you, we want guys that look like animals, or right? What's his right. name? Pete, right? The Purdue, Purdue mascot. Pete. Yeah. yeah, Purdue Pete. Matt, yeah. Matt Painter Pete. looks exactly like Purdue Pete. And by the way, Fred Hoiberg was number one on my list. He looks like he looked exactly like a clone of the Nebraska uh, Herbie Husker. Husker. Yeah, he looks exactly. <laughs> yeah. Google what the mascot looks like though. The the Nebraska mascot. He looks exactly like him. Um. So I'm gonna go with Bobby Hurley as my next. Pick. Oh, nice. Yeah, he looks like the he's got the devil-looking thing too. The, he looks like a sun devil a little bit. I like um, a pencil stash for yeah, Bobby Hurley yeah, too. If, That'd if, be really if, good. If you drew on like a, if you gave Bobby Hurley like a goatee, like the the Sparky, I think is is the mascot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, that's my pick. Yeah, I like that. Sun devil. Yeah, very prestigious. I like that. Yeah, that's yeah. good. I like that. How many do we have now? Where I don't know. I think, I think we're close to done. Just rip through whatever else you have. My next one that I have is Porter Moser, uh, and he looks a lot like yes. Lou Wolf. 
He looks like Sister Jean. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he looks like <laughs> yes. Yeah, Sister Jean looks like Lou Wolf uh, in her he mind. Does. Is Sister Jean not the mascot? <laughs> no, exactly. I, I, I feel like that's like a story of Little Red Riding Hood up there with their, all their different pieces and people. Uh, yeah, but Lou Wolf looks a lot like Porter Moser. Porter Moser looks like a wolf, and he's very, you know, distinguished and, mm. and you know, distinct. And he's got those bangs gelled up. Yeah, he's all uh, about that it. So from Porter like, Moser, uh, Lou Wolf, yeah. those two guys. And they're both gray. You know, it works. Yeah. Yeah, I like that pick. All right, so I have a couple that I'll just throw out there, uh, rip through them. So cross sport, Jerry Kill definitely looked like he's number one football coach for Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. That's like you think of it right away. Um, Bo Ryan did start looking like a Badger when he had the white streaks in his hair. Mm -hmm. He looked a lot like Mm -hmm. a Badger at the end of his run. The other one that I have that's uh, current is Bruce Weber. I think Bruce Weber. It's it's a lot of the white hair, like mm-hmm. he's starting to look like the wildcat in uh, you know in Manhattan, Kansas. That's a great pick. Um, the Big Ten is like sneaky, great at at having like I had Mark Turgeon on my list as well. Yeah. He's got the nose of like the the turtle, the, the actual mascot. Mm-hmm. The the turtle has like a bent down nose, and Turgeon kind of has a similar looking nose. Um, I think John Beeline looks like a Wolverine. And I don't even know what I mean by yep. that. He's not even Michigan's coach anymore. Michigan doesn't even technically have a mascot, mm-hmm. but I just like. Mm-hmm. Whenever John Beeline was at Michigan, I was like, this guy just looks like a Wolverine to me. So, and then you brought up Bo Ryan. Thad Mata kind of looked Ryan. like a Buckeye. When I was, was going to say, Thad Mata is on my list. Yeah. yeah. And Chris Holden's and, uh, on my list. Cause I think everyone looks like a Buckeye. Yeah. The Buckeye's too yep. bland. And, and uh, Rick Pitino did look like a Cardinal. <laughs> when he wore the red suit yes. and he slicked back the hair. Because, like, the Louisville Cardinal, and, and this might be because of Rick Pitino and Bobby Petrino and all that stuff and everything that happened there, but the Louisville Cardinal does look like. He would like take you like rob your wallet out of your back pocket. Absolutely, like he yeah. is. Like, yes. he, he and then he would sell it back to you. Like he's a little <laughs> of a little bit of a snake oil salesman when you look at the Louisville Cardinal. Like a mascot, I look at it. I'm like that mascot should be in jail. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that, that was the, <laughs> are there any we missed? Is that it? Uh, I had Ron Dubois, uh, uh, Sammy the Banana Slug. He looks like a banana slug, uh, but I don't know if anyone knows who Ron Dubois is uh, or Dubois or whoever he is, but he looks like the banana slug. That was the last one I had. Nice. All right. That was such a pick to have everyone be like, yeah. oh, Tate, you really do watch yeah, college yeah. basketball. It really was. <laughs> no, I actually was looked a, up yeah. who looks like a banana slug, and Ron Dubois came up. So it was he, he texted He texted Rothstein for help on this. He was like, Rothstein, yeah, I'm, I'm doing like, this segment. I need people. Rothstein was just eating Dude, food. Rothstein sent him 84 we, names. <laughs> can we just see a little side tangent on Rothstein? And, and I love him. You guys love him. But how about him challenging me and PFT to a wing-eating contest? Mm. Like, Super Bowl week. When we're down in Miami, <laughs> he's like, meet me in the Upper East Side. It's on. And we're like, uh, Rothstein, like, we actually have another job. He's not aware. Just- we cover other sports, guys. Yeah. Yeah. He's not aware of anything <laughs> yeah. else going on outside of college basketball. That's, that's it's so funny. It was like he couldn't understand. Like, these guys are gone Super Bowl week? What the hell? Oh, my God. Um, before we let you go, I wanted to ask. Uh, I, I, so you're, you're a guy who um, – um, you always have like a system down. Like yeah, I, I came on uh, part of my take last time I was on, which was about a year ago now. So thank you for the invite between then and now. Um, we we did like the life episode. I we thought you going. honestly quit media. I didn't know. <laughs> uh, are those you, jokes okay now? You yeah, guys of course they are. They, they've you? always okay. been okay. Right. We're not we're not sensitive about it. Yeah. We did. We quit. Yeah, we quit. <laughs> We quit. Yeah, we definitely. This doesn't count. This is just for I, us. I gave up all my ringer equity, and I said, this is never going to be worth anything. And I said, take it. Let's I don't want it. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Let's go so count perfect. the big checks. 
Um, but no, when we were doing the life episode, uh, you you flex your muscles about like a guy who always has like a system for everything, and you always know where the right place to be. You're saying you're you're the genius at at noticing a bar or a table that's open at a bar and you can or about to be open and you can find the table and all that stuff so i thought about fleshing this out with you because tate and i are currently like working on our plan for march madness like wh- where are we going to travel to what are we doing for round one where are we going for the final four when are we getting there all that kind of stuff um where so i i wanted to flesh that out with you big cat where uh we start with round one like what is the perfect NCAA tournament experience are you start are you watching round one on your ha- on your couch at your house are we going to Vegas are you eating wings we, with John Rostin in the upper yeah. east side and then and then we just go on and we figure out like we, we we decide what is the best thing ever and then uh we I don't know maybe maybe we'll do it someday maybe but, we'll do it yeah we just need your advice. so okay. what is the number one yeah. yeah let's start with round one I got you so round one so it's it's very important so Thursday um you need to go to a bar you need to go to a bar with all the all the games, and you need to be at that bar the minute the first game tips off. And you have to stay at that bar until about the 9 o'clock game, okay? so And then you can go home for the last, like, four games. But being at the bar for the first tip of the tournament is very, very important because you mm-hmm. need to just soak it all in. And there's that moment where it's like you get a booth, and you, and you give the waitress or the waiter that look like, hey, we're going to be here a while. Like, you <laughs> – if you're not doing Mark, we all know that look. Yeah, it's a distinct yeah, if look. You, well, if you don't, if you don't flip, if you don't have at least two times over, two or three times over the course of the weekend, where the waiter or waitress is like, "Hey, my shift is ending. I'm yeah. gonna pack. Can you guys, can you guys well, zero out, and and I'll I'll pass you off to the next person." What's your policy? <laughs> outlast their shift. Yeah. What's your policy on how many times you say, "No, we're good," before you feel obligated to order something? When they come by and they go, "Are you guys still good?" and you say, "Yeah, we're good." How many times? And then you're like, I think we have to order something now yeah. to keep this like thing three. going. It's yeah, yeah, it's three. Yeah, three. And, but I'll usually, like for March Madness, it's just kind of a perpetual, like just ordering food just throughout. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, yeah, yeah, never really ordering a meal, but just always having food on the table. Yeah. So you have to at least outlast a couple of shifts. And then Friday comes, I go right back to it. I do the same exact thing Friday. <laughs> so Friday, no I'll do off. the exact same okay. thing. No days off. Be at the bar all day. And then. Saturday is when you recoup at home. Okay. So Saturday is the recoup at home during the day. Maybe you can go out at night, uh, you know, to to watch some games. But that always is touch and go because you might get in a situation where you don't have sound on the TVs. So Saturday is big time, like recoup, yeah. rest up. And then Sunday, Sunday I like to do the, like, late brunch lunch for that first or second game. You know how they always play, like, what is it like one or two games play on their own on Saturday right, yeah. and Sunday? Yeah, yeah. Usually it's Kansas yeah. is playing yeah. at like noon on Sunday. So go watch that. Cause it's only a solo game. Then go home and just die on your couch and watch all the games till midnight. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. I've also done the casino. The casino is great. Um, this year I'll be at a Penn national gaming casino. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll be actually at four of them. We're going to do a road trip. We're doing a road trip. No joke. I'm not even kidding. We're doing a road trip. We're going to four different casinos in four different states. Uh, but I have done the casino. Casino's great. Casino is a different type of, like, it is a different type of toll on your body because you're also, like, dealing with the highs and lows that everyone else has around you. Mm-hmm. So it's very exhausting, but it's also great because it's exhilarating. So if you do a casino, just, I would, my only, my only uh, tip would be, try to at least 
match some of your bets with your friends Mm -hmm. so you don't want to kill each other by the end of the day because that would also happen where you're on the opposite side and by you know thursday night you just want to kill your best friend because they're winning and you're losing or vice versa okay these are all great points, this Big Cat. Is, this this is, is very like wise veteran, you know, stuff. We needed this. We I'm needed still, this. I'm, st- I'm, a, I'm gonna just lay at home for as yeah. long as possible, guy. yeah. But that, but that's just why I'm not the veteran. Like, but do, so, so do you? Do you have enough TVs to lay yeah. at home? Like, no offense. <laughs> do you? Not yet. Not, like I have three out. TVs in my yeah. living room, so yeah. I'd lay at home. But I don't um, know. You can't so, miss action. Yeah, that's true. I, I don't miss that. Yeah, we, I set it all up and, and we watch all the games. Do you? So do you, at any point, are you interested in going to the games? Like if if mm. there are games in New York this year, there actually is. There's there a regional are. in New York. Yeah. Uh, yes. Pretend you're not busy and you're working in, in finance and you live in New York City and Wisconsin's not playing. Wisconsin at this point has long been upset. They're well out of the tournament. Um, is, so is, we made it. We yeah, made it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, is neutral is neutral fan <laughs> is neutral fan Big Cat like saying, "Oh wow, the NCAA, the Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight is coming to Madison Square Garden. I need to be there." Or are you like, "No, if I go there, then I'm missing these other games, so I'm just going to stay home." Or what's the play there? What do you do there? Sweet Sweet Sixteen and Elite Eight, yes. Uh, the first two rounds, absolutely no. not. Okay. I would never go to a first two rounds game. Um, I did go. Let me think. I went to. I did go to a round of 32 when Wisconsin, remember that comeback we had against Oregon? That was in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. I went to that game. But I love going to the conference tournament. So, obviously, I love going to the Big Ten tournament in Chicago. I love going to the Big East tournament in New York. So, I like doing conference championship week, going to a tournament game then, and then saving the actual tournament for your couch or the bar. I'm I'm with you on that. Go Go to the conference tournament. Watch the first two rounds at home or at a bar, and then uh, Sweet Sixteen Elite Eight. That's what we're doing. There's one. Yeah, in, there's one in LA. We're gonna Sweet go Sixteen to, is when it starts. We're gonna go to that region. What about the Final Four? Do you go home if if you go to the Final Four like you did last year? You guys went home though, right? Before the t- championship, or did you not? What are, was the? Uh, oh yes, I are, did. are you one of those I, I guys? Are you, you're the you're the yeah. stay for the party and then yeah. leave. Come in the Saturday titles. night, yeah. enjoy the first round of games in the Final Four, and then leave on Sunday. Yeah, is that the move? Well. it's – <laughs> to be totally honest with you, I, I was I was there. I went to Saturday night. It was great. It was thrilling. Um, I don't I could not stomach being around Mark Titus in his Virginia sweatshirt. So I left. I literally like left. Like everyone else I was with stayed, but I was like, I gotta go. I can't. You wouldn't got this. wings with so, Steve. Yeah, I left. You wouldn't got yeah, wings with Steve. Steve and I got wings. Happened. Which my... we will do. We have a place mm. in Atlanta. Uh, a great bar, by the way. Northside mm. Tavern. Shout out Northside Tavern which I shouldn't say out loud because now people will probably meet us up there, but it is a great dive bar that we will hit up in Atlanta. It's all right. Nobody listened to this show. You'll be fine. Yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, quit. no, I agree. It, well, unless I retweet it. Yeah, <laughs> there, you go. there it is. Um, all right, last thing, last thing, and then uh, – I love then- this. I love doing those, by the way, because people – there are people who, like, don't realize we're friends, and they'll be like, know. that big cat guy is such a dick. Yeah. And then when you come on part of my take, they'll be like, I just just doesn't get it. Yeah, it doesn't get it. How much do we care about the Big Ten title drought? Is this the year? Do, do what, what? Let's flesh this out as two Big Ten guys. 20 years. Ta- you can sit this one out. Yeah, 20 just, years. just you and I. It's been 20 years. I thought two coming decades. into the season, Michigan State's preseason number one, uh, we were looking at it saying this could be it. The poetry of 20 years after Michigan State last won, the 20 years of the last time Big Ten won. Um, it, just, it just seemed right. And I, 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 I don't think it's going to happen now. I was looking at, like, Lenardi's mm. bracketology. He's got 
Michigan State and Maryland are three seeds, and there are no other top four seeds. So it seems like Michigan State and Maryland are our best chance. And if you're putting your, your chips on Mark Turgeon, then nice. get out. Yeah. yeah, Get rid of your chips. Yeah. Just throw your chips away. Uh, yeah. I, I think it's going to be tough. I, I actually think in a weird way, so Michigan State I trust. Maryland, I've watched so, so much Maryland this year. They're the worst first-half team in the country. Mm-hmm. And that might be anecdotal, but I feel like every single first half they suck, and then they come back and, and play well in the second half. That obviously will bite you in the ass as soon as you get to March. Uh, weirdly enough, I don't want to I don't want to toot your own horn there, Mark, but mm. I feel like if Ohio State gets healthy, mm. they would mm-hmm. be the next mm-hmm. team, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Illinois I, too. Illinois no. is legit. I mean, Illinois is legit. Illinois is legit, but they also lost to Miami at home and they lost to Missouri on a neutral court, but that was a long time ago. They, they've come around. Illinois is legit. Um, yeah. Ohio state actually could like, I, that's what's so frustrating is that like, I, I don't think what happened at the first half of the season was a fluke. And then they got exposed. I think they just like, for some reason suck now and I can't make sense of it. So something you're, happened. So you're holding Vegas. out hope. We don't know what happened in Vegas. They were yeah. the number one team in the country, best then, team in the country, yeah. beat Kentucky. And then everything went to shit. But, but the problem is we're going to be like a seven seed. So mm-hmm. we're going to play, Baylor can't we're gonna play we're gonna be like an eight seed and play Kansas in the second round or we're gonna be a seven seed and play Dayton in the second round and and blow it and yeah yeah Purdue's the scariest team in the Big Ten Purdue Um, is terrifying but they're not gonna make the tournament well I mean yeah if they if they could play all their tournament games in West Lafayette they would probably win it all so the answer is no we're we're not winning the title yeah Uh, Michigan State I looked this up Michigan State their best win right now uh I, I I looked up to see if they've beaten any any tourney teams away from home uh, Minnesota is the closest they get, which Minnesota is probably on the wrong side of the bubble right now. Maybe they're in. Maybe they're one of the play-in teams. But Michigan State, all of any, any good win they have is at home. Otherwise, they've been they've been pretty bad. So yeah, we saw know. them in Maui. They're not yeah. that good. No, uh, Big Ten's chaos year. this year. And next I'll year. throw one last thing out at you guys. Um, I said this to you last night on a text message, Mark. But blue dots, blue bubbles. By the way, mm-hmm. shout out mm-hmm. you for finally getting into twenty twenty. Uh, the team I like the most right now, who is, and they actually just lost a big game on Saturday, but I like Kentucky. And I know you guys make the wow. joke about Cal's guys. I feel like Kentucky's one of those teams that if you look, they were bad. Like they had those weird games to start. They lost that game in Utah, where I think they got blown out. Mm-hmm. And uh, ever since, I feel like they've gotten better and better. And every time I watch them, I'm like, they're better than the last time I saw them. So I feel like they're going to be a team. Cal's guys are really going to peak at the right time. I think you're you're right in the sense that Kentucky is is certainly not done, and they're gonna ha- they're gonna have to be reckoned with come March. But like, I don't know if I believe in them to win the. It depends title. when Coach That's Cal wants to go to the Knicks. Like, yeah. if Coach Cal wants to go to the Knicks right now. The season's over. Yeah. <laughs> if he wants to win the title and but, then go to the Knicks, then that's good. You are you are right though. Is that they they have gotten better? Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's just a weird year. It's like it's it's a terrible it's, year of college basketball. Terrible. So we appreciate you watching and betting yeah. on a big cat yeah. because uh, I mean I love it. I I love years like this, and I I think we're also at the point where it's like, is Baylor just the team? Maybe like <laughs> yeah. they just what if Baylor just like every destroys everybody. Uh, yeah. Right. Like every time I'm like, oh no, this is where you can catch Baylor at a down spot. It's like, nope. They're just it is funny. Win. It is funny that you hear everyone talk about how there's no great teams, and you have San Diego State who hasn't lost. Um, I'm not saying these are great teams. It's mm-hmm. just like 
What if San Diego State just wipes the The resumes floor? say they're good teams. What if they they're just beat teams. the hell out of everyone and go undefeated? And everyone's – are we still – like, if San Diego State is undefeated in the title game, are we then going into that title game saying, you know, there was no great teams in college basketball this year? Yes. Um, yeah, 100%. And, yeah, Gonzaga, Gonzaga's lost one game. Baylor's <laughs> lost one game. We're not changing our yeah. stance. You know what I mean? Their best player is a transfer from Washington State at yeah. the end of the day. Yeah. Uh, when we say there are no great teams, we really mean there are no great blue bloods. So right, we don't right. feel good about it. Yeah. yeah. And then Duke – it might be Duke's year. Yeah, it, there you go. It could be. Um, all right. It could always be we'll, 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 we'll let you get back to watching your three TVs and uh, whatever the hell else you got going on. Um, appreciate it. Good Big luck cat. in that kick. <laughs> yeah, that, oh, that was an awkward ending. Yeah, yeah, it was. No. What was yeah. that ending? I don't know. Let me <laughs> try it again. Nice. <laughs> uh, go, no, listen no, to, go listen to uh, part of my take. I might make an appearance at some point. Uh, maybe not. I don't know. I got bumped. Last year, going to lead into March Madness, mm-hmm. I do remember, I got bumped for somebody. I think it was Rostin. Yeah, I think, uh, I think, uh, I think you did a double no, bump. You didn't. You no, did. You not didn't. only did you no, bump me, you, you got mm-hmm. Rostin. I told you we were trying to get Rostin on our show for years. And then you're like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna bump Titus and get Rostin. Yeah. And then, uh, okay. yeah, it was cool. Yeah, that's so. that's not even close to what happened, but that's fine. <laughs> you want to remember it that way. I remember saying, "Hey, Mark, you're a good friend. You want to come on for March Madness?" And you said, "Oh, sorry, I'm doing this video for the Ringer. Uh, I have to keep doing this video." And then it turned out it was that video that Rosillo wrote. And that oh, was that's right, that's right, that's what it was. Oh yeah, when he yeah, had a Boston right. accent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was yeah, like, "Hey, they're, they're making me do this." Out. Yeah, that this was your nightmare. Video. That was yeah. that was actually a really that bad day true. for Mark. We can't blame that. Yeah, that was tough. It was a great video. Yes, great video. It was fantastic. Um, all right, accent. big cat. Thank you. We'll uh, we'll be in touch. See ya. All right. Thanks again to Dan, a uh, good friend of ours. Um, go check out his podcast. It's part of my take, I believe. Yeah, something like the that. Startup. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> really rooting for those kids. Yeah, Hope the underdogs. Out. Yeah, the underdogs. They're the definitely, real underdogs. Definitely the underdogs. They're the uh, they're the underdogs over there. Um, no, it's always fun when he comes on. We're gonna have him back on when uh, Wisconsin. And North Carolina played in the NIT. It'll be yeah, fun. Yeah, that'll be great. Or CBI or wherever <laughs> CBI. they end up playing. Who knows? Uh, it's going to be a I tough I got to calm road. down talking smack because I, I forgot to bring up that Ohio State is pl- playing at Wisconsin on Sunday. I forgot yes. to uh, – we were supposed to preview that game. But there's nothing to really preview because Ohio State lost at home to Wisconsin. And um, – yeah, what am I? What am I gonna say? I will like, say that we, we already lost at home. The thing home. that really stuck with me is when he opened up and said that Wisconsin was better than Carolina and Ohio State. In my yeah. mind, that's so far from reality. Even if the record may say that, yeah, or whatever, right. whatever yeah. it may say in, in this year of college basketball, I still could never come to terms with that. Even yeah. Wisconsin in 2015, you know, they beat North Carolina in the Sweet 16. I, I experienced that. I was there in Los Angeles. Still didn't care. You and know, then I still he proceeds to, than and then he proceeds to be like, I hate this team so much. <laughs> 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 Uh, all right, let's get to it. Get to your Pac-12 update. Yes. We, we, we need to, to get this done. All right, so the Pac-12 update. Uh, first off, West Coast basketball still continuing. Uh, last Friday slash last Thursday, we saw Arizona get their first road win, right? We were very excited mm. about that at like, Washington. Uh, first road win in the league or first yes. road win period? First, let's just say period, right? <laughs> Probably in the league, but we'll say period. Um, they don't care. The great thing about the Pac-12 update, if I can just cut in, is don't fact check it. No one facts checks mm-hmm. it. No one bothers no. to. You could say literally anything. Yes. And this is the one time. Like, if we said Marcus Howard was shooting 42% from the three-point line right now, the Marquette fans would be just one after another mm-hmm. saying, like, it's 39.8, mm-hmm. you idiot, mm-hmm. whatever that actual mm-hmm. number is. But Pac-12, you could be like – the Pac-12 is now the Pac-14. They added Gonzaga and San Diego yeah. State. And yes. no, literally yes. no one is going to tweet at us and be like, that's not right. No, they'll be like, congratulations <laughs> yeah. to the Pac-14. Like, like, yeah, I didn't Love even, those guys. Yeah. That's like, a I'm good a league. diehard Arizona fan. I had no idea that happened. <laughs> Who's going to be the first league to change the name to actually include 14 You know, or 15? Mm. 
That's what. Yeah. We, yeah, maybe that's the Pac-12 update when they go to Pac-15. What about Pen 15 for the Pac-12? <laughs> <laughs> that's something like the that. Pac-15 yeah, Pac yeah. because of the Pen 15. Yeah, that'd be good. Uh, speaking of uh, Pen 15s, let's talk about Sean Miller in Arizona. <laughs> um, so they win their first road game, uh, and then they beat Washington State. Kyle Smith's great squad, mm -hmm. a, a team that was rolling going into that game. So they sweep Washington, and then we just saw them wrap this game up, and then they beat USC, a team that's hot in the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. So the question now is, in the Pac-12 update, this is now becoming a question within a segment. Is Sean Miller back? Because mm. there was, you know, a, a little period of time where we didn't know what was going to happen with Sean. Like, the, the future was murky, to say the least. But now he's fully entrenched. He's got a lot of good freshmen. Najee Davis is having a good year. Nico hit some big free throws we just saw. Mm -hmm. And they're the number 23 team in the country. And maybe, dare I say, the best team on the West Coast. What? <laughs> Probably not. Sorry, what? That's where I'm at, though. No, you, you did say dare I say. Dare so I say. Mean, yeah, you didn't actually say it. You said dare I say. Dare I say. And, uh, is he back? That's all I, all I want is to know. He is he back? back. Uh, I think so in the sense that no one cares about the FBI stuff anymore. Like, Avenatti I saw was talking about DeAndre Ayton getting paid in um, his trial. Like, it's, it's, it's alarming how little people care about this. I saw Dan Wetzel wrote a, a column today. Apparently, um, I was going to give a guy a shout-out at the end of the show, but we can do it now. This dude named Marty Blazer, who I don't remember if we covered him or not. I don't know if he's we, a, no, we did. Yeah, he's yeah. an associate of Jeff D'Angelo, or if it's Jeff Jackson, I, I forget which Jeff he was. He was tight with. Uh, but Wetzel wrote this article about the guy. He's the guy who who started this whole thing. He 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 conned people out of like two million dollars. Gets arrested for that. Mm -hmm. um, part of his like deal, he says, "I'm going to bring. To, I can help you guys. Like, don't throw me in prison. Mm -hmm. I can help you get the bigger fish. We're gonna we're gonna blow up college basketball." All the corruption going on. I know what's going on. I can give you all the names. Let's definitely trust the guy who's already lied yeah, to a lot of people. Right. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's always a lot good. Of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, he was the guy who started this all. He all of it leads to nothing. He today gets the he uh he got pro Just saying the sentence. He's the guy that started it all in the world of college basketball. Yeah, that has been paying players. Yeah, well, he didn't start that, but he yeah, started yes, the yes. No, he I started just, the whole trial. He, yes, he, yes, without yes. him, we don't get we the, don't get the flow chart. The flow chart. Yes, the, the press conference of we yes. have your playbook. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the playbook came from Marty Blazer, the guy <laughs> that was up there saying we have your playbook. Was like I talked to, <laughs> so I talked to, I talked to this guy, the my trusted confidant, yeah. Marty Blazer. Uh, it's like catch me if you can. You know what I mean. Now he's gonna go in and just like fix it all. It's like it's not how it works. The college basketball system is not gonna get. I love fixed that like we that. vet our sources more than the like <laughs> FBI vets their sources. Like when someone tweets at us that they have a breaking like a scoop for us, we're like, I don't know if we can trust. Yeah, them. we need we, three we, people we, to we say. Need, it. Like, yeah. yeah, the FBI is like, yeah, this guy in the clink said that <laughs> all yeah. this is going on. So. He's like giving thumbs up. He's like lock them up. <laughs> alert them up. <laughs> alert alert the media. Let's have a press conference. Oh my god. So uh, anyway. <laughs> Today, um, he got sentenced or he got his judgment passed or whatever. He, he the, the the resolution to all of this was he was put on probation and like has to pay restitution and that's it. But he can walk free. Mm. So he 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 conned he conned the FBI. He he con he got he conned he conned some more. Wiped his hands. He's Kaiser Soze walking straight up now. He had the limp and now he's walking and he's laughing all the way to the bank. I guess someone, to get money to pay so, the victims. Like someone that. pointed this out and they said that our show is built on this idea that there's so much money coming into these players, but maybe there's just not that much money. Was what this person said to me. And this person was on a message board and this was <laughs> on Pack Pride. And uh, and I this is like three or four years ago or two years ago, something like that. Who knows the <laughs> timelines? But some person said that to me and I said to myself, maybe you know, let me just like take a step back maybe mm -hmm. we're you know basically saying this could be this big you know underground corrupt black market 
Or maybe it's just, you know, like a few people, you know, acting out of character. Right. Which is what they want you to think. Right. Um, and as you hear someone like Marty Blazer and, you know, hear someone like Jeff D'Angelo, it is exactly the black market that we have been talking about. So that's always a good thing to, you know, sort of confirm at some level. Um, let's continue the Pac-12 update. Okay, go ahead. Shall we? Yeah, sorry. Uh, I didn't mean to. I didn't no, mean to it's change. okay. I, but, but to answer your question, yes, I think Sean Miller's back because I don't think anybody cares. Like, that's what the, the point of bringing up the Wetzel article is Wetzel's basically like, it's it's hilarious how nobody cares about this, mm-hmm. and, and nothing came of this. And this guy promised to tear down college basketball, and not only did that not happen, but he's walking free. And Sean Miller, when's the last time anybody asked him? When's the last time anyone? Evan Addy's trial was going on, and he brought up DeAndre Ayton, and not a peep from like people. His, his feet are not being pressed to the fire, and I'm, for that reason, Sean Miller's back. Yes. I'm pretty sure Sean Miller said to them, "We're going to keep that in house." They were like, yeah, Sean, Sean, yeah. "Sean, did you guys pay DeAndre Ayton? We're going to keep that in house." I'm going to try that. Guys, we're going to keep that in house. If I ever get arrested, I'm going to go ahead and keep this one in house. My name is Jeff Jackson, (laughs) and I'm going to keep this in house. Thank you so much. Uh, Men's basketball, or the UCLA men's basketball program, got their first California recruit, Mm. four-star shooting guard Jalen Clark. And again, you're saying to yourself, who is the coach of UCLA? Why is this a big deal? The coach is Mick Cronin. Yes. Mick Cronin went to a program where, you know, a lot of people were having questions. Can he keep the recruiting up? And the Compton Magic said, of course. Yep. Um, and Jalen Clark plays for the Compton Magic, where Jalen Hands, also named Jalen, spelled the exact same way, played. And he went to, yeah, you guessed it, UCLA. Mm. Um, also, sophomore on the team, Jules Bernard, also went to UCLA from the Compton Magic. So we, The we Compton call, Magic pipeline is yeah, open. The pipeline is open, okay. and uh, Mick Cronin had to prove that he could keep that pipeline going. He proves that. Pac-12 update, UCLA is back. UCLA is here. Arizona's back. Arizona is back. They're playing on Saturday. And, and folks, if if you're saying this seems like a story I've seen before, it is. Because every single year in the Pac-12, we try to find someone else. And then at the end of the day, Arizona, UCLA, they lead the Conference of Champions, as Bill Walton would say. And they're continuing to do so. So congratulations to Jalen Clark and all the California kids that go to UCLA. It's all working out. Uh, Next up on the docket, Washington basketball. What? What is going on? Woof. 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 That's what I say. You look at a guy, Matisse Thibel, who's playing on the 76ers like a rookie of the year or defensive mm-hmm. player of the year, you know, nominee, people were saying, because he's such a great defender. I'm, you know, he won uh, National Defensive Player of the Year for w- Washington mm-hmm. last year. So mm-hmm. maybe that's good news. Again, this is all the Pac 12 update. I'm doing my best to keep this together. Uh, Washington is not very good, Mark Titus. I'm not sure what's going on in Washington. Quaddy Green's going on. Yes, so maybe that's the update. Quaddy Green 30, has has blown this team. Yes. They're still waiting on his thirty point game. Yeah, we never did. We even really cover that when it happened that he he's academically ineligible because we didn't. It, really it's talk completely about ruined the yeah. team. I'm not like I'm. That's, they need a point. You guard. can point to that moment in time when everything just went downhill for Washington, and it's it's kind of staggering because to get become academically ineligible at a Division One basketball program especially a power conference mm-hmm. a place like washington you have to like almost try mm-hmm. you have to almost be trying to be ineligible so i don't know how it all happened but oof woof woof <laughs> uh and my final note for the pac-12 update goes back uh from a guy that used to play uh duke transferred to usc then transferred from USC back to the East Coast to Boston College, back to the ACC. His name is Derek Thornton. He's still playing. And Derek, Thor- stop it. Yes, and Derek Thornton, who played for Duke but didn't really play, who played for USC but didn't really play, is now playing for Boston College and was the man who led Boston College to a win in the Dean Dome against North Carolina on Saturday. And I had to watch this former Duke defector turned back into a Duke believer Are and you beat serious? North Carolina. He's still playing yes, college? Yes, yes, and he beat North Carolina in the Dean Dome on Saturday. 
So that How? is the final. Exactly. That is the back. Didn't he like day. transfer from Duke when he was a junior or something? No. No. I mean, maybe. <laughs> who knows? It felt that way. It, it, okay, you know why? Because Tyler Thornton's who I'm thinking of. Yes. Yes. They had a, the Duke Th- had there the was Thorns. Tyler Thornton before. Yes. They had all the Thorntons. So yes. Derek Thornton. I'm conflating yes, the two. Yes. But I know yes. who Derek Thornton is. But it's still, I, I, rem- I, I thought when he transferred from Duke, he was going to go to USC for like a year or two. He did. <laughs> and then they were like, look, we can't play at USC. You got one more year of eligibility. He went to Boston College. He's playing this year. He beat North Carolina. It was his big moment. He was cheering as if he was still playing for Duke. And all I could think about was Chase Jeter. And I'm like, when is Chase Jeter going to transfer back to the ACC and get Ooh. a win against Carolina? Um, so that's the Pac-12 update. All these Duke defectors. That's not a bad like, update. Yeah, they're going back to that's the East Coast. Good. Yeah, that's all we got. Um, yeah, good job. Thank you. Um you want to talk about the Butler Villanova game? Do you see the buzzer beater? No, I we do. don't really need to talk about it. I didn't watch the game to be honest with you. I was watching it, and then the roof started leaking, mm-hmm. um, and then it took forever. They had a big delay, so I flipped it over to the Purdue game, and Purdue was what amazing. Is this? What, is, what, what what's going on? Unfortunately, Eastern did not have a good game. And, uh, <laughs> That's all you care about with Purdue. <laughs> explain explain to the people that are that are near mm. the program why Nojel Eastern is your guy. Yeah. And, so I watched uh, Purdue. We watched Purdue a lot uh, over the past few years, and you know whether it be Dakota Mathias or you know there was a, there was a bunch of guys that we liked. In the, <laughs> you started with Dakota Mathias. He was one of my favorite players on the team. Well, uh, I love I love Dakota Mathias as well, but I don't. One know. of my favorite players. Caleb on the team. Swanigan, maybe Again, you could see why I had an affinity. Carson for Edwards, Eastern. maybe. Yeah, yeah. I, I always like to go for the fourth or fifth guy. Uh, so I see Eastern in one game. He has like 16 points. Don't fact check me on that. But he had a good game. And uh, and I point to you, and I'm like, who is this guy? Yeah, He's going to be the next Carson Edwards, but maybe better in my mind after watching this performance. He's got all the tools. Uh, he's going to be great. He has not been anything uh, <laughs> close to that. I think he was preseason Big Ten uh, like first. I didn't, I didn't know they do that, but I think he was like named to some preseason – First team, big ten. Like he's supposed to be one of the best players. If you watch the scrimmage, you would be like, that guy has Uh to be really good. And and we went to West Lafayette. We saw them scrimmaging. We saw Isaac Haas in a Utah Jazz summer league jersey Mm -hmm. four weeks after summer league, walking around the premises. And I'm thinking to myself, Eastern's going to be a star. He hasn't quite come through, but you know, it's not his fault. I think it's Painter's fault. I think it's people not putting him in the right position. What What do you make of a team like Purdue that? Has now beat they beat Virginia by twenty five I believe yes. they beat Michigan State by I lost count and Iowa <laughs> was an absolute it's supposed blood, to be good bloodbath they had yeah. was it sixty one in the first half mm-hmm. oh my god mm-hmm. and a but race then, is sixty nine what, what are they they're thirteen and ten like on Ken Palm I saw their Ken Palm loves them as the team that you know we said we started the season with BYU is the uh, the best team in the country that never wins. Purdue is definitely the best team in the country that never wins now right they're like they're like five hundred they. I think they're going to make the tournament. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe not. They're on the. Bu- I think they're on the right side of the bubble, right? I, I haven't. I haven't really. They dove have into quality the wins, right? Isn't yeah, that what we of do course. At this and they yeah, like yeah. blow everyone up. Yes. Well, it's the it's the SVP thing that he always, that he says on his show. He's like, "How good is your your good? What mm-hmm. does your good look like? You know, mm-hmm. like how good is are we talking?" And Purdue's good when Purdue's rolling. They might be the best team in the country. Yeah, I mean, depending on the day, which is ridiculous. Which and, ridiculous to say out loud, yes. but um, I don't know if they can play every game in West Lafayette. And they can make thirty threes every game. I don't know who's going to beat them. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hope they play. Them no, it's 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 yeah. crazy. Tommy Luce gets in and uh, he he scored six points. Um, they lost to Rutgers. A, Just remember that. You know, this is a team Rutgers that lost is good. Rutgers. Dude. And Rutgers is good. Calm down. But I know. Calm I'm down. Just saying. Um, it was funny though. My uh, uh, Purdue plays at Indiana on Saturday, mm. and uh, I did not hear a peep from my father after this Purdue performance. So mm. make of that what you will. I think he's shaking in his boots. I, I, I think he's a little worried. I think he's a little worried. 
I honestly think your father would enjoy Indiana getting whooped. You know he probably I mean? not, would. Not against Purdue, but you know, no, it, I don't. I think that's the one game. It's like he doesn't want, but I think he wants them to lose every other game. And it's not even because yeah. he doesn't like Archie. It's not even because it's just he just likes being unhappy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I said that we were talking about fandom the other day. I was like, if you're a real As fan, a, yeah. you like to basically put. You don't want to get your hopes up because you right. are so invested that you want to you know put your team down as much as possible. You know, what yeah. I mean, that's just the world that we live in. So, as um, a Carolina fan. It's what we're doing. Yeah, yeah right. Just keep keep it deep. So uh, anyway, back to the Butler game. Kamar Baldwin <laughs> hits the uh, three. Yes. Uh, Gus was on the call. It was on FS1. Um, shout out to our colleagues, mm-hmm. Raf and Gus. Mm-hmm. Uh, just remind reminds us that Gus needs to be calling these NCAA tournament games. That's uh, that's that was my big, big takeaway from this. Was Raf? It was hilarious because Baldwin, the possession before Butler, I'm, I'm pretty sure had zero passes. And mm-hmm. if they didn't have any passes, as soon as Baldwin got the ball. He was like, I'm, we're going to put an end to the passing. And he mm-hmm. went one-on-one and, and missed. And then the next possession, he ends up in the game winner. And as he's, like, setting it up, uh, Raph is like, you got to get to the rim. He's doing the, the mm-hmm. thing that any coach would want in that situation. Got to get, get downhill. Get to the rim. Get, get downhill. Mm-hmm. You make something happen. Mm-hmm. And he just jacks up a step back three, goes in. Gus, perfect timing. It, it, was, it was a moment made for Gus Johnson. And Baldwin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. And – uh it, 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 like we got to figure this out. What, what can we do now that we're part of the Fox family mm-hmm. to get Gus Johnson to call games? The problem is CBS has the contract. He's mm-hmm. a Fox guy, mm-hmm. but uh, contracts are just suggestions, right? Yeah, we need a second stream. <laughs> That's all yeah. we need. We just need Gus Johnson to watch on a ten-second delay and then give his version of it, which I think people would still enjoy because, like you said, that whole moment was set up. Someone tweeted at me, and I, I'm sorry, I forgot who it was. Bill Raftery he called game when they got to 68, you know? So I'm like, oh, I need to, ch- oh, I need to change to see what's going on here. And then I watched the end of the game, and like you said, it's just always a stage with Gus, and then he set it up perfectly, and Baldwin nailed it. So America loved it. Come on the pod, Gus. Please. Maybe we can do it that way. We need you. Just uh, I need Gus to narrate, that. like, normal things, you yeah. know, that are going on. And the door <laughs> opens <laughs> up. Mark Tyus <laughs> walking through the door. Uh, two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't they make a commercial with that with Gus where he's like going to the grocery store and people were yeah I remember this I'm they, sure they, there was I'm a commercial sure. made about yeah, this it's, it's not um, a novel not get a him novel get him back on the uh, Jim Nance retired and let Gus <laughs> <laughs> give him your tie <laughs> give him your tie <laughs> and let Gus take over just just for the tournament I, I don't want Gus to leave Fox he's a Fox guy we're Fox guys yeah yeah keep Gus at Fox yeah uh just you know kick him Raft does tournament games doesn't he yeah yeah, yeah. well let's figure, let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. Uh, Shout-outs before we go. Yeah, of course. Uh, I have to shout-out John Henson. John Henson played for the North Carolina Tar Heels when I was in school. Great guy. People call him Hook. He was trapped in Cleveland for the Cleveland Cavaliers uh, for at least you know a little bit over a year. He's been playing great. He just got back from injury, and he gets traded for Andre Drummond. And uh, for people that didn't see this, they asked Thaddeus Young, Thad Young, who's on the Bulls, uh, about the trade deadline of the NBA. And uh, Andre Drummond, you know, there's some people that really like him in the league, some people that may not. Thad Young was asked about it, and he just started laughing about the trade. Um, because when you have to go to Cleveland, it becomes a joke. And I don't say that about Cleveland. I just say that about the perception of Cleveland. And I thought LeBron got rid of that in 2016. Mm-hmm. Stop blaming Cleveland. Everyone likes it's, Cleveland. People love Cleveland. I know, but I don't think they want to play for a coach that calls you uh, slugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah, Maybe right. that's it. Maybe yeah. it's a I don't want to be sluggish. I don't yeah. think you want to be uh, – yeah, the, the combination of Dan Gilbert and yeah. John Beeline who uh, – yeah. What a story that was. I don't think we were doing the pod when no. that happened either. No, 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 no. That was a story Taylor made for us. Mm-hmm. God, the, the, the Michigan basketball program is the gift that keeps on giving between Jeff Jackson and John Beeline calling the slugs. That was and, fun. Uh, yeah, and if you look at the Cavaliers, you got Kevin Love and Andre Drummond, which <laughs> is wild. 
Uh, speaking of speaking of Michigan Michigan basketball, um, I want to give a shout out to our, our guy Duncan Robinson mm. in the three point contest. Yeah. Um, a man who was supposed to come on this program. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not his fault he didn't, but is it? I don't know. We'll blame weird. him. I'll yeah. say this: we we tentatively had Duncan scheduled to come on the show. Uh, I said on t- Tuesday that he was going to come on. I, I didn't say his name, but I said we were going to have a guest. I'm not going to say who it was. Uh, we were supposed to do the interview after the Ohio State Michigan game. And then Ohio State beat Michigan, and the interview didn't happen. So you connect the dots as you see fit. And then I don't know if I even told you this. I checked the LAPD, like you know, police <laughs> report that night, and there was a man by the name of Jeff Jackson driving around <laughs> around three o'clock a.m. And uh, it, apparently his name was Duncan Robinson, and uh, unfortunately the, that came in. We're, we're gonna get. Uh, we, there was a schedule. He had a team meeting that came up, and we couldn't we couldn't make it work. But uh, um, we're gonna get Duncan on soon enough mm-hmm. uh, because. Yeah, he, he's the, he's the man. But we're we're gonna have him on. We should have him on after he wins a three point contest, right? I don't oh, want to have him on before, or should we have him on before and tell him to shout us out somehow? Uh, they give him oh, tips how about on after how the title. You know, after get, the title, they get Iguodala now, right? They're, they're yeah. gonna go for the title. They're so the when title. Duncan and Pat Riley are celebrating and they're doing the whole, my Miami goal thing, is like yeah, to make great. friends with so many guys in the NBA that whoever wins the title, I'm one of my friends is on the team. Mm-hmm. Um, Big Cat loves this idea. He did mm-hmm. it with LSU. Mm-hmm. Uh, he'll 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 love this idea. Uh, where one of the guys on the team is your friend, so you can go party with them and mm-hmm. go to all the clubs afterwards and and all that. I was hoping it was going to be Utah this year with Conley. Yeah, but man, the Jazz fans hate Mike. They hate Mike. Why do they hate Mike? I don't know. They're haters. They're all haters. Of, <laughs> yeah, they're all haters. Yeah. I can't Mike, wait, Mike, wait for the playoffs. Mike, do you have a message, message for the haters? <laughs> Mike, a lot of people in Utah are saying you're not the point guard of this team. Yeah. Message to the haters. Well, I mean, the problem is he he's used to having the ball in his hands. The problem hands. is that Donovan Mitchell. Donovan is the point Mitchell guard. wants yes. the ball in his hands. Donovan Mitchell is actually a point guard disguised yeah. as a shooting guard, and uh, there's just a. It's weird because like Donovan Mitchell, and Mike Conley are two of the nicest guys in the world. Mm-hmm. So the, the idea of them having chemistry problems. Anytime I hear chemistry problems, I think of like egos and mm-hmm. and guys just being dicks. But that's not what's going on. It's just like their style of play doesn't really seem to mesh well. And but Mike, there's, yeah, they're still uh, there. They'll figure it out. Leave Mike alone. Leave Mike alone. He'll um, make a three. Ricky Rubio couldn't. What else? What else? What else? Uh, we got we got to bring up World Wide West going to the Knicks. Mm-hmm. Um, what does this mean for John Calipari Tate? It means that uh, basically Leon Rose and World Wide West are going to run a shadow association mm-hmm. via the New York Knicks. And again, if you're a fan of the NBA, this is nothing new. It just may be a better run version of that, I guess. And John Calipari is at Kentucky currently. He is repped by Leon Rose, who was at mm, CAA. Huh. Leon Rose reps, huh. you know, guys like Carl Anthony Towns, uh, huh. guys like Devin Booker. Is that true? Uh, these all these are all Kyle's guys uh, huh. that play in the NBA. And we always joke about Kyle going to the NBA, but it's one thing to get offered the Kings job or the Thunder job or the right. Cavs job or the Hornets job or the Magic job. Or the Hawks job, <laughs> no, just, or the or, literally every, or the Mavericks job, or the I mean, Pacers job, yeah. or the. <laughs> but it's the New York Knicks in Madison Square Garden, and as uh, Rex Chapman, who I talked to, said that John Calipari loves the press conference more than the games. Uh, there is nothing that is more the press conference than the games than MSG mm-hmm. and the New York Knicks uh, and Spike Lee in that whole moment. And John Calipari is almost built for that after being with the yes. Nets for so long or three years. Um, and I think it's perfect. There's a sentiment that John Calipari will not leave because um, a 10 year contract, a lifetime, yeah, he has a lifetime 10 year contract. contract. Yes, exactly. Um but and and also like if he wanted to leave for the NBA he's had millions of opportunities yeah. but like you said one they were different opportunities mm-hmm. and two like this whole idea that if he would have if he wanted to leave for the NBA he would have already done it i i reject that premise as well because 
Um, like, look at John Beeline. And also, like, this this would be the time. Like, later in your career, when he's already accomplished everything there is to accomplish at Kentucky, he will only won one title. But whatever. He won a title. That counts. 2015 um, is, like, sort but of But otherwise, a, yeah. Yeah, 2015 is kind of the, yeah. the unresolved thing. But as you said, get 20, the 2015 team back together mm-hmm. in the NBA and win a title with them. That's the that's the storyline. He goes to the NBA. He recruits all those guys that were on the 2015 team, put them all back on one team, win the title, and you get your redemption. But I, I seriously, I don't think he's gonna take the job. Obviously, if you're if you're setting odds for this, like it's overwhelmingly favored that he's gonna stay at Kentucky. Mm-hmm. But I would not be surprised if he took the Knicks job at all. Not w- even a little bit. I would not be surprised by anything as far as John Calipari. I would also, uh, if you have ever looked at the list that Leon Rose represents, this the players that he represents, it's going to be hilarious to see how all this shakes out because yeah. it's basically on the West Coast is Clutch Sports, and then it's going to be CAA Sports running the Knicks on the East Coast, and uh, and then Rock Nation is all uh, the Nets. It's like basically every agency has a team now, so it's like trying yeah. to figure out who what agency is going to be the best. And again, I thought we were playing basketball. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what happened. I got lost. Um, but yeah, it'll be. Fun. I can't wait for the season to start. The NBA season. It's going to be so good <laughs> yeah, this year. Exactly. It's going to be so good. I can't wait. I was following Woj and all the trades going on, and yeah. it's it's so crazy. When they start playing games, it's, it's going to be, be good. People are going to be – all the eyeballs yeah. will be there, that's for sure. Um, I want to give a shout-out to uh, Jerry Stackhouse, a man mm. who we uh, were, were making fun of last show about how Vanderbilt had not won an SEC game in two years. Took down the undefeated LSU Tigers. Yes. What a what a, what a season of college basketball. <laughs> yeah. that's just, in a nutshell, LSU had not lost – was the top the SEC standings, had not lost an SEC game. Mm-hmm. Just lost to Vanderbilt, who has not won an SEC game in 28 tries, was it? It was. Good. It would have been or their 27th this, this straight loss. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so Jerry Stackhouse did the full celebration. Uh, Vanderbilt fans have already forgotten about the whole three-point thing. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's a pastime. Can I bring up someone else that was, uh, I guess, in the – Spectrum of college basketball maybe doesn't matter that much, but I think it's very interesting. Is Andrew Wiggins, right? Andrew okay. Wiggins gets traded uh, to the Warriors to play with Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, and all those guys, Draymond Green, when they all come back eventually. Uh, and also, D'Angelo Russell, a guy that you know, played at Ohio State, goes and teams up with Carl Towns. Mm-hmm. And guess who D'Angelo Russell's uh, agent is or was? Leon Rose. Yeah, yeah. So Whoa. there you go. Uh, huh. So there's a lot of there's a lot huh. of things going on. There's a lot uh, of little shifts and you know changes to be made in the NBA. If Cal goes to the Knicks, who goes to Kentucky? And is it Rick Pitino? Because that's yes, facts. Hundred like, percent. Who doesn't want that? Even Kentucky fans want that. You know you want it, Kentucky fans. Rick Pitino. And if you don't want it, Rick Pitino is going to convince you you want it because that's what Rick Pitino does. First off, remember when Dick Vitale uh, wanted Bobby Knight to go back to Indiana in yes. like 2006? Like the Rick Pitino push to Kentucky from Dickie V oh, would God. be premium. Like put that on ESPN Plus. Like I would pay money for that. <laughs> just, like give me Dick Vitale basically trying to convince us that Rick Pitino should return. Uh, that would be awesome. I honestly don't even know who Kentucky would turn to. If, I think if they – like, it, it, realistically, if Cal goes to the Knicks and Kentucky has to get a coach right now, they're going all in on Billy Donovan. You would think. They would go all That's in on Billy Donovan. That's a slick back hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whether they get him or not, I don't know, but I, they would 100% go all in on Billy Donovan. You know who I would want there? Chris Beard. Ooh. That's the ah. one. That's the one. Give me that Ooh. all day. Different team, mm. not a one and done team, an old school mm. blue collar Kentucky crowd. And then like Love in it. three years, Kentucky fans are ripping on schools that do the one and done game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> just like they did with the IU Kentucky rivalry where like the whole time they were all about like playing the game on campus. Yeah. And and then as soon as Cal says we want to play it on a neutral site, they're like, actually, let's play it on a. Yeah, that's how it works. When Knight wanted to play at neutral sites, 
Everyone wants to do what the other person does. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Right, right, right. Um, one last shout out, and then uh, and then we'll get out of here. Uh, I want to shout out Braxton Key of Virginia. Um, I saw this note that uh, someone tweeted. I, I'm sorry, I forgot who. I should have wrote down my source. This is this is bad of me to to do this, but uh, Braxton Key, uh, Virginia beats Wake Forest in overtime at Wake Forest. He goes two for sixteen in the game, but they do get the win. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he gets back to campus, he makes his girlfriend rebound for him at at the arena. And he just gets back. As soon as he gets back, he puts up shots. So shout, actually, not even shout out to Braxton Key. Shout, shout out to, to his, his girlfriend. girlfriend. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that's shout a, out that's real. To the manager that did not have to rebound for Braxton Key, yeah. because that was the best night of his. Grant life. Grant Kersey. He's yeah. the he's, he's the guy that's the walk on now, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, thank you, please. Maybe that's why Virginia. What if that's why Virginia sucks now? Is because they don't have any managers rebounding mm. for them because they're all mm. on the team. And, and so like Tony every Bennett's time, too nice. Yeah, and they're yeah. yeah, he's too nice to, and, and they're all putting their shots up, and they have no one to rebound for them, so they have to rebound themselves, and that's why their offense sucks. Something to think about. Uh, uh. Something to think about. As long as they're not driving your dad's car around at three yeah. in the morning, <laughs> I think you're pretty good. You got anything else? Uh, I just want to say Grizzlies, congratulations on getting Justice Winslow. Um, the Miami Heat, they're a team that I have always. There's always been like one or two people that I'm like have Duke relations or some sort of thing where I'm just like, I just can't, you know, whatever it may be. Um, but now that he's out of there, I really like this Miami Heat team he's because also, yeah, I love Bam Heat. Adebayo, one of my favorite North Carolina products. Uh, Jimmy Butler is a legend. Uh, I'm very happy with all his smack talk, and it's finally not going to blow up in his face. Oh, wait, we still haven't gotten to the playoffs yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like that Heat team, and I like the Grizzlies. Putting Duncan the tw- Robinson yeah, is of on course. the Heat Tyler team, Hero, obviously. yeah, 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 yeah. We all know. But, uh, yeah, I'm excited about the Grizzlies getting the 2015 Duke team together because uh, I, I think that's nice. Grayson Allen's got to be excited. Um, before we go, uh, so Saturday is the biggest day, as we said at yeah. the top of, of uh, college basketball of the season. So Tate and I are going to be watching games all day together. Um, we invite you to join us. We're going to be doing like uh, video hits, and we will be tweeting all day from the uh, the Titus and Tate account at Titus and Tate on Twitter. Um, which, by the way, should we plug plug what's your, what's your Twitter at Tate Frazier? At Tate Frazier, I'm it's at my Club name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, there are a lot of people that listen mm-hmm. to the podcast that do not have social media, do not follow us on social media, do not, um, yeah, just are, are completely oblivious to all that. Like, had no idea, like... That we have a following that or, or we, yeah, any yeah, sort of just, engagement. Just whatever. Yeah. Just, like, stumbled across it or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, uh, anyway, if you want to get involved with that, we're going to be watching games all day. Here's the here's the rundown, by the way, for you folks that have not checked the schedule. So, Friday, uh, Maryland plays at Illinois. That is uh, the, the two teams that are tied atop the Big Ten standings right mm-hmm. now. That's on Fox Sports 1 right. at 8 Eastern. That's Friday. Um, and then Saturday, when, when you and I are going to be getting together, uh, we we will be watching Michigan State at Michigan at noon on Fox. There's LSU at Auburn um, is at noon on ESPN. Those are the top two teams in the SEC along with uh, Kentucky, so two of the three, I guess. Kentucky will be playing at Tennessee at 1 Eastern on CBS. Purdue's at Indiana at 2 Eastern on ESPN. St. Louis is at Dayton, um, the, the Jalen Crutcher hitting the three mm-hmm. to beat St. Louis in mm-hmm. the, the first game. Uh the Arch Baron Cup, I learned. I, m- I remember the I did. I forgot the name of the trophy. It's the Arch Baron Cup. This is a rivalry. That's on CBS Sports. We love that Dayton team. Seton Hall at Villanova is at two thirty on Fox. Those are the top two teams in the Big East. Nice. We have Virginia at Louisville on four e- at four Eastern on ESPN. Louisville always loses to Virginia. Correct. Mm-hmm. That's yes. that's how it yeah, works yeah, out. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Louisville always beats North Carolina. That's right. Yeah. yeah. I, I have you explain this to me every year because I always forget like who beats how it all lays it's, together. It's all messed up. So Virginia's desperate for some wins mm-hmm. uh, to get into the tournament. They're playing at Louisville, four Eastern ESPN, and then the big one, Tate, <laughs> Duke Carolina, six Eastern on ESPN. What are these uniforms that they're wearing? 
So apparently uh, in 1920, North Carolina and Duke decided to play each other in the most hideous outfits known to man at the time. And Nike said, you know what? Let's remake those uh, 100 <laughs> years later. And Duke and North Carolina, if you haven't seen this yet, the Nike has the D and the NC are both larger than life. They look like wrestling uniforms, honestly. It looks like uh, a leotard or something you would put on. But uh, they're in the exact one color, and they have the big D, which I'm sure Coach K will love that Loves D that, on the yeah. chest. Yeah, And, uh, you know, North Carolina will have the NC on the chest. And it will probably be the worst. I mean, it's 100 years. Uh, I remember the last time North Carolina celebrated anything 100 years. It was 2010, the year they made the NIT. Mm-hmm. Um so anytime it's a 100-year celebration, I don't like it. And this may be my least invested and involved North Carolina Duke game. This will be the first time I'm not at the Carolina Duke game care. in Chapel Hill since 2009. Wow. It's been 11 years. 11 years. You're giving up. Yes. You're quitting, you're yes. quitting on your team. No, wow. I'm not quitting on my okay. team. I'm quitting on this team. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 you know, and I wouldn't call them my team. Um, wow. They wear North Carolina I, I think I, I saw the 538 headline today. The headline was this. I didn't read the article. Of course not. Why? It's 2020. Who reads articles? <laughs> Um, but the headline said, North Carolina men's basketball is off the rails. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But it felt, like, it felt like a headline that the whole purpose of writing that headline is to make to put in some sort of documentary later. You know yes. what I mean? Like they, yes. they show like clips of yes. when, it, when, it, the, when it all went, when it all went, all went wrong. Yes. Yeah, how do we get here? Yes. North Carolina off the rails. Coach Williams <laughs> says it's the worst team yeah, he's worst ever coached. Let's <laughs> do the montage of headlines. Um, oh, I'm excited for next I year. think Carolina's going to win. I do too. I and really, I, I really uh, seriously yeah, do. I, I don't want to because it's yeah. so obvious that they're not that. That's why they're going to win. And that's why it, this rivalry is beautiful. You know, again, you're going to see the graphic where it's you know 50 wins versus 50 wins, the exact same number of points in the last hundred meetings. Mm-hmm. They've been doing this forever. That is why this is a beautiful game because usually the best team does not win, uh, and that's why I have a little glimmer of hope. But again, this North Carolina team is abysmal to say the least. <laughs> to say the least. And again, Roy Williams, when he said that, I didn't like it, but I knew where he was coming from. <laughs> to say the least. To say the least. Uh, other games, uh, UCLA's at Arizona, 10 Eastern, ESPN2, Gonzaga at St. Mary's, 10 Eastern. All of those games are on Saturday. It is an insane game. Ton mm-hmm. of rivalries. Or a St. Day, I'm sorry. Ton of rivalries. Ton of uh, uh, just how many th- – this weekend alone, Friday and Saturday, you have one, two – Three of the leagues have their top two teams playing against each That's other. Like, if you if you want a crash course for real, like if you're mad at us for talking about it, then yeah. just watch it and get your own crash just course. Dive yeah. in yeah. on These Saturday. Join us at yes. Titus and Tate uh, at CBB on Fox is the other Twitter handle. Uh, that's the the Fox day. We're gonna be doing video stuff with them as well. Um, they, they're the ones who keep the lights on for us. Uh, so gotta plug them. Um, and by the way, yeah, if you're, if you're listening to this, if you are someone listening on the podcast, we are putting all of these shows on YouTube. So if you want to see what we look like, if you're, if you're listening and you say to yourself, Tate Frazier sounds like he's black. I got to see for myself. <laughs> he is. It's confirmed. Mm, yeah, watch on, watch yeah, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. You can see it. <laughs> uh, any, yeah, for, for whatever reason, uh, yeah, we're, we're doing these on, uh, uh, on YouTube. So come join us. It's good to have multiple streams. Uh, yeah. And uh, like we talked about earlier with Gus Johnson, maybe that's something we pitched the NCAA tournament. We need something different. But, uh, yeah, we're excited for Saturday. We'll be doing uh, – I'll probably cry if North Moses Carolina gets blown in, out. Moses is coming by the way. Oh, I don't, nice. I don't wow. Wanna, uh, uh, I'm bringing Moses wow. in. He's going like to be sitting this. in the war room watching with us. So uh, we're going to have Moe's involved, and uh, it's going to be a fun time. We'll be tweeting at Titus and Tate, like I said. Uh, follow us, all that kind of stuff. Any final word, Tate? Go Carolina and go to hell, dude. <laughs>